Banner University, where lights shine bright. This is the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for the Baylor Bears. Kim Mulkey got to 600 wins faster than any Division I coach ever. Three times she's won the NCAA championship and numerous accolades along the way. Kim Mulkey, the Baylor head coach, joins this class of 2020 as Rebecca Lobo is with me now. We are pleased to be joined by the head coach at Baylor, Kim Mulkey. It's sort of, you know, Kim, repeat is perfect because you've got one thing that no one else in this class has. You won a championship as a player. You won one as an assistant coach. You've won it as a head coach. And now you're a Hall of Famer. What, is, what does this news mean to you? Well, the first thing is I'm very emotional uh, with what's going on in our country right now. You don't really know, should you celebrate, should you not celebrate? But, Reese, I was blessed to play with some of the greatest players in the history of the game at Louisiana Tech. I was blessed to play against some of the greatest players in the history of the game uh, at USC and different different um, programs. And then uh, to coach them at Louisiana Tech as an assistant, learn from the best in the business, and then uh, take my own program 20 years later. And uh, we've been very fortunate to win a lot of championships. So I've been blessed. The John Morris Show is also brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Marineland Boating Center, Loop 340 and I-35 South in Waco, and on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Come a long way since uh, Tickfall, Louisiana. How do you think the <laughs> people back there are celebrating this news? Well, I hope they are. You know, my home state of Louisiana is suffering right now, and uh, we should be, or I say we should be, we would, we're hoping we would be in New Orleans at the Final Four right now, but uh, it's, it's not meant to be. The main thing is I want them to stay safe and do what they're asked to do and, and just ask God to take care of them. Now, from the Petty Clinic Low-T Studio, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, and welcome to John Morris Show on this Wednesday. Glad you're with us. Coach Kim Mulkey in the open. Fun to uh, revisit that, her uh, selection to the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Congratulations again to Coach Mulkey, part of a great class going in this year. We'll talk some Lady Bear basketball today. Bruce Geetson will join us, play-by-play for Baylor women's basketball with the WNBA draft coming up on Friday. So uh, thought it would be a good time to check in, visit with Bruce about the uh, – we're uh, – Potentially, uh, the Baylor players could go. Uh, Lauren Cox, Taya Cooper, Juicy Landrum, all projected to go in the draft this year. So it'll be fun to watch that coming up on Friday. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. And, oh, looky here. I'm in the studio this morning looking at Q across the table. <laughs> and we have been uh, connecting remotely for the, what, three weeks or so at, now? At least. At least. I, I don't even know what buttons to hit right now. I'm, I'm yeah, keep hitting the wrong I ones because I'm used to going over yeah. here instead of over there. Yeah, so. So exactly. That's right. See this mic right here? That's where I right. am right now. I, I, I haven't seen that button on in a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So
So uh, good to see you. It really is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You came in bearing gifts, too. Well, I mean, I know, man, well, I'll tell there you. You, go. you there need you to go. go on a hyenas more often because <laughs> <laughs> you come back with some gifts every time. It's all good. <laughs> you got it. No, I appreciate you. And, uh, again, when I do it from home, it doesn't happen unless you're here. So I appreciate that. But here, because we are, uh, after this show, we're putting together the Baylor Coaches Show for tonight. So remind you about that. It comes up tonight, 6 to 7 p.m. Uh, we'll have Glenn Moore on with us. We'll have Todd Harbor on with us. And it's uh, not at Rudy's. So, again, mm-hmm. go to Rudy's, pick up some food, and eat Rudy's while you're listening to the Baylor Coaches Show tonight. But we won't be there. We'll have it uh, here on ESPN Central Texas. You know, and I, I think that uh, after the news that we heard uh, yesterday from uh, both Taylor Ellis and Goose McGlon, I'm sure uh, Coach, M- Coach Moore will have plenty to say yeah. and plenty to be excited mm-hmm. about knowing all the seniors that he has coming back. Yeah, that's pretty good timing, isn't it, to yes. have him on tonight. Yes. So that'll be fun to hear from Coach Moore on the Baylor Coaches Show. Just keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, so uh, I think people know this. Uh, for a while, you were looking for a haircut, but you got a haircut. You <laughs> I got did. it done. You're looking good. Well, I got a haircut, and now I'm about, what, almost two weeks in, and yeah. so now I'm thinking, oh, okay, here oh, we go when's again. when's the next one? So I have about another week I can go, maybe a week and a half I can stretch it, and then uh, then I'll be in trouble again. So <laughs> what, we'll see. What are you normally, like every three weeks or no, so? No, usually it's every like every other week. Oh, every other yeah, week? Really? I, I, I have okay. Because I, I don't shave. I, I've never in my life, I'm 43 years old i've yep. never in my life shaven whoa really never i always use the the clippers or yeah. I'll, uh, I'll have my barber do it and so yeah. i've never ever done it so this gets out of control <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know if it's my hair it's really my face gets out of i got you so, so it, yeah so it's more the shaving the face than right. it is the hair yeah. exactly interesting so, interesting go. all right so uh i'm about let's see well today i think i'm about a week overdue i usually get my okay. hair cut every three weeks or so not bad sometimes three and a half or four but it's starting to feel a little shaggy to me, uh, and I said that to my wife, and she said, "No, nah, it looks fine." So so far, I think it looks good. So far, I think you're good still. Well, see this little right here, flip back, oh, yeah, back, bottom yeah, right. Yeah. When that starts flipping out, <laughs> dipsy do flipping out. That's when right. it's a sign that it's time. So um, I'll hold out like uh, everybody else is, uh, I guess, or figure out some way. Uh, uh, I'm not cutting it myself. I'm not doing that. No, me either. And if, like I said, if I do end up cutting it myself, it's going to just be all bald and it's going to be bad. My, <laughs> it's going to be bad. <laughs> I think my move would be to go chip gains and just wear a cap. Yeah. You there know? you go. Yeah. They, just, just put on I, a cap. I don't do that. I, I haven't worn a hat. I couldn't tell you the last time I wore really? a hat. I just don't. I have a bunch of them in my closet. I just don't wear them. Yeah. I don't know why. I wear them, you know, mornings when I'm out walking the dog and, um, that, that's probably about the majority of when I do wear it, right. but uh, this hair gets much longer. I'm going cap. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So coming up in the hour, I told you we'll visit with Bruce Geetson, Baylor women's basketball play-by-play. Uh, how about the two years that Bruce and Maggie have done women's basketball on the radio? Nice run, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Last year, national championship. This year, uh, headed toward, mm-hmm. uh, we think, a Final Four and a potential second national championship. So two pretty good years uh, for uh, Bruce and Maggie doing women's basketball play-by-play. You know, it's funny, too, because the last two seasons, I mean, we felt really good about what they did last year, obviously making the national championship, but it was kind of the, hey, are you going to make it to the Final Four? This is a season to make it to the Final Four. They have a really good team, and then boom, they go, and then they win the whole thing. This year, it felt like, to me at least, that there was no doubt they were making it to the Final Four. It just felt like they were – that locked in that they were going to go, even though they lost the last game, which is 
kind of weird that the very last game uh, that they played was a loss, yeah. you know, in conference play. But uh, ultimately, that's, this team just felt like they were destined to be a Final Four team. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think they felt that way. Mm-hmm. And they, they won their 10th straight uh, Big 12 regular season title. Of course, didn't get to play in Kansas City for the Big 12 tournament title. But, man, 10 straight regular season titles. Uh, the term decade of dominance is being used for yeah. the Lady Bears. And I, I think it fits. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. I mean, there's there's nobody that has a good record against them in the Big 12 at all. Nobody. I mean, just right. nobody. I mean, they, they have dominated the Big 12, and, and that's just a credit to the coaching staff and the players for not, uh, you know, saying, oh, well, we got this, you mm-hmm. know, and just staying laser-focused and, and doing what they have to do and, and knowing why they went to Baylor, and that's to win championships, to, to hoist Big 12 titles and have an opportunity to go to the Final Four each and every year. So that's, uh, you know, they, they had that this year, and uh, unfortunately it got cut short. I, I expect them to be right back in that same situation next year. Yeah, you pegged it. That's exactly right. But having the focus to play every game, yep. you know, not look ahead, not look ahead to the Final Four, certainly have that as one of your goals and to win championships and... And uh, but every game they are completely focused and prepared for that. They really are, and it's it's almost one of those situations where they want to almost get the knockout punch early, and then they're able to rotate players in and get some experience. And it's funny because later on in the season that experience comes in in a major way, especially yeah. in tournament play. All of a sudden you have someone come in because someone's in foul trouble, or, and it just it looks like they know exactly what they're doing. So here's uh, when Bruce is on with us in a few minutes. Remind me to ask this question, okay? Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask him if uh, or, or when was his first indoctrination into Mulkey time? <laughs> because there is uh, there's the time on a clock, and then there's Mulkey time, which sometimes can be a little different. Meaning, if if the itinerary says the bus is leaving at 2 p.m., mm-hmm. you better be in your seat, <laughs> ready to go by, I'm going to say 150 or so, okay, 155, okay. maybe pushing it. And that is, uh, that's what we've called mulky time. And so sometimes there is a, uh, there is a stark awakening to mulky time. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, if you're normally there right. plenty early, early, you're okay with it. Uh, Coach Mulkey left her son, Kramer, at the really? hotel one time. Oh, yeah, she left him at the hotel. Wow. Yeah. I love I mean, it. He wasn't on time. I right. mean, he wasn't on mulky time. So it applies, obviously, to everybody. That is so funny. I'm not going to lie. There's been multiple times that I've had to go over to the Ferrell Center to, to pick up the media session or whatever. Yeah. And I'm looking at the clock and I'm thinking, man, the last thing. <laughs> I'm going to do and it's not it's not because I, I was worried about being late but the last thing I was going to do is walk in and be the last guy to walk in right. and right in the middle of the, the session have coach say something like hey Q it's nice that you could join us yeah, or, you know exactly. what I mean like you just knew she was going to say something like that so I always made sure I got there a little little bit early. right right it does apply to the media sessions also <laughs> so uh, I was always aware of that uh, you know and turn your phones off too that's right. <laughs> don't let it don't let it ring while you're in a media session. Oh man, isn't that the truth? <laughs> so remind me, I'll ask Bruce when or if he ever had the uh uh enlightenment of mulky time. Absolutely. Yeah. That'd be a good one. All right, glad you're with us on this Wednesday morning. John Morris Q in studio today. And you let me in the back door, so I just came in the back door, walked uh, two doors down to this studio, and it's pretty empty back along here, like you've been telling us. It, it really is, but it's funny because I think people are starting to get a, a hint that you're here because I keep seeing people walk by this, the window that haven't walked I by the Leslie. window all week, or all last three weeks. <laughs> oh, just Q back there, just Q. It's like, oh, J-Mo's here, J-Mo's here. Everyone's coming in and double-taking in the window, and I'm smiling at them. They don't even see me in here. Yeah. It's like, J-Mo's Leslie here. Leslie's going to double-take. Yeah, in the window, exactly. 
<laughs> That's funny. He ain't done a double take my direction in three weeks. Uh, <laughs> Stephen walked by and right. gave us the uh, eyebrow raise. So. Yeah, he doesn't even do that. Uh, so it's good to be here. It's good to see you. We're glad you're with us. Uh, glad everyone's uh, tuned in. Thanks for making us part of your day here from ESPN Central Texas. Take a break. Back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Also brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael LaPointe. We'll see partly to mostly sunny skies today. A pretty nice looking day with highs topping out at 65 degrees. It'll be mostly clear tonight. We fall to 44 and tomorrow mostly sunny skies. It'll be a warmer day with a high of 75. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5, 6, and 9 for your forecast first. Plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Wake up, Waco. It's time for your financial update with the team from Lovett and Associates. Here with us today is Eric Lovett. Eric, you've made an offer for the book Income Allocation. Why does this financial model and structure for our assets make so much sense for today's retiree? Let's go back and talk about how you've always done things till the time you retire. You've always, first and foremost, had an income plan. Your paycheck is your income plan. What you save after your bills, that is your investment plan. Typically, no one has an investment plan or asset allocation without first working and having a paycheck check as an income plan. Here's the misstep. Wall Street and the lump sum we built up in our investment plan lead us to believe that at a specific age or a certain dollar amount, it's okay to abandon our income plan, leave the paycheck behind and replace it with only our investment plan. Do you feel comfortable relying on your investments not to falter? Are you confident in the asset allocation investment plan that has never supported you suddenly providing everything that your paycheck has until this point? Everything and more because every day is Saturday in retirement. (laughs) Income allocation works by showing you exactly what you will need how much you'll have to take from your retirement investment accounts to replace that paycheck. It is very specific. It is contractual and mathematical. It prioritizes your highest needs in retirement. It is exactly what we do here at Love & Associates, and we do it every day. We've helped so many people around the community. They'll come and visit with us. They don't think they can retire. They think they need to work another five or ten years. And then we show them how we can use income allocation, and it is the most gratifying thing when I tell them that they can retire sooner than they thought. Call now and request your complimentary income allocation retirement portfolio design and the book, Income Allocation, 254-870-6800. That's 254-870-6800. Security and advisory services offered through Cetera Advisors, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC, a broker-dealer, and a registered investment advisor. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other entity. Investments and securities do not offer a fixed rate of return. Principal yield and or share price will fluctuate with changes in market conditions and when sold or redeemed, you may receive more or less than originally invested. No system or financial planning strategy can guarantee future results. Direct phone number to reach Lovett & Associates is 254-751-1256. Hello, everyone. I'm Dave DeRosier. I'm the general manager at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center in Waco. With the current situation, all non-essential businesses in Waco have been ordered to close. Automotive repair is considered an essential business, so we will be open to serve your needs. Here are a few things that we're doing to flatten the curve and to protect you and to protect us. We have a concierge service where we can come and pick your vehicle up and drop it back off at your home, and you can pay with credit card over the phone. Another option is you can drive up underneath our canopy and get straight into our shuttle, and we can drive you straight home. In addition, every vehicle that comes into our shop is getting sanitized prior to and after the repair, 
and we're putting a new pair of gloves on after each service. Our team at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center is here to help you in any way. Please call us. Thank you for your time and attention. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Wednesday morning. John Morris and Q in studio together. Uh, we're not quite six feet apart, are we? No. <laughs> so if I went over to this mic, we'd be closer. Uh, maybe. Well, it'd be, it'd be closer to six feet apart. Yeah. But this is what me and Stephen and Ward do every single day. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but again, not a uh, not a crowd, not a group here no. uh, at the station, especially here in the studio. It's just us two. So, and again, doing this because uh, we've got some work to do for the Baylor Coaches Show that is on the air tonight, six p.m. So uh, that's why I'm here. Kind of changed my morning schedule right? <laughs> a little bit, Q. In that I got up, walked the dog, uh, came back, jumped in the shower, and got here before 9 instead of just uh, having a little bit more relaxed uh, Mm -hmm. schedule and just walking to the study and connecting with you by nine. So well, a little bit different. I'll tell you right now, people are probably walking by the, the front uh, the front window at the house and thinking, where's he at? Where's he at? What's going on? Should we get an on-air light? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. It's outside the front door, outside the study there? Exactly, yeah. on-air. Yeah, it is. I'll tell you, it is super easy when, you, uh, when you're at the house and you can do, you know, work there and, and, and have somewhat of a studio there and and you could just kind of relax, you know, yeah. and I find myself doing a lot of work after work at the house, uh, just kind of put, put some stuff together as well. And, you know, I'll go and have dinner and then say, all right, I'm going back to the, going back to the office real <laughs> going quick. Going back and, to work. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, I run upstairs real quick and I'm, I'm good to go. And it's, it's so much easier. I tell the wife all the time, man, I don't know whose idea this was. It was hers, but I was like, I don't know whose idea this was, but this was genius. So get a lot of work done at the, at the house now. Very good. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are, uh, are figuring that out, you know, right. being more productive. Uh, I think you just sort of need to get into that routine of, of uh, what you do, when you do it, how you do it. Uh, I, I think the, uh, the wild card is sort of folks who are working from home, but they also have kids at home right. who, are, who are doing school remotely. And so you've got to be there for them to help them keep doing that stuff and then do your work also. I don't, and I don't even know how some of these kids are doing it. You know, I mean, I just, I, yeah. <laughs> I go home and I see, you know, one kid on the laptop just kind of sitting there and I'm thinking, how long have you really been working today or, or staying up super late? And I'm like, well, don't you have school tomorrow? Yeah, but it's just, you know, just got to just gotta get up and, and whatever. And it's not like I got to get ready for school. And right. I'm like, man, you guys are, I think you guys are having this a little bit too easy. I think, I mean, I, I understand you're adapting as well, but 
uh, yeah, this is kind of like an extended vacation for you, and you're just at the same time filling in work. It's yeah. Like, I don't know about this. It's a new world. <laughs> it is. I, I'll tell you this, and I've said this before. So my son, MJ, is in grad school at Texas A&M. Right. He's uh, in engineering, civil engineering there, emphasis on structural engineering. And that's not something you can slack off on. Right, you know? exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's true. really that's not. That's true, yeah. So he is, uh, and he's home with us right now because they're doing everything remotely like most schools, all schools are. But uh, that he's working, man. I mean, he's working every day uh, on his laptop. They do lectures uh, on the laptop or, or he's doing stuff there uh, all day. So he is not, uh, as, as best I can tell, right. you know, as best I can tell, he's not slacking off one bit. I think there's certain studies and that is one of them that right. you have to be on point you know what i mean you can't just get through you know basic math by i mean you know it's it's not it's not that simple so yeah i I get i I get a lot of uh you know a lot of students are are really having to adjust and really discipline themselves where they don't you know they're not in class where they normally would be so i'm sure that that's an adjustment but yeah i get home and i see the kids all oh yeah just been hanging out. I was like, "How's homework?" I'm almost done. I'm like, "It's four. It's four thirty. What have you been doing all day?" Well, you know, I took a little break and I started doing. Okay, I got it. Yeah, that's it. You got. You have to have some kind of structure, some kind of discipline, Mm -hmm. you know, to make sure you get that stuff done. Exactly. Not that we're preaching at anybody at this, (laughs) but I would think that's what we would have to have. It's all new for everybody. Yeah, that's true. We're all learning on the fly. Hey, I appreciate Linda McDowell. She is listening to you, and she sends a text, and she says she loves to hear us laugh said that's a good thing you know and uh kind of lifts her spirits and i appreciate that thanks very much and uh it's easy when especially when we're in the same room together it's easy right. to, to laugh so linda i appreciate you tuning in thank you absolutely linda thank you very nice it's very nice good to hear good compliments the bush's chicken text line is always open text us at 254-662-1660 always open for uh for your calls or text so uh, keep that number in mind put it in your phone lock it in all right let's take a break uh, when we come back, we will visit with Bruce Geetson, play-by-play for Baylor women's basketball. Talk about uh, the season, the abrupt end of the season, but uh, more so the WNBA draft, which comes up this Friday, two days away. And three Baylor players uh, are expecting to and really will uh, really, no question, we'll have their name called at some point during the draft on Friday. So we'll visit with Bruce when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Join us tonight at 6 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show. Not from Rudy's, but right here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us tonight from 6 to 7 and hear from Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore and track and field coach Todd Harbor. That's tonight, 6 to 7 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show right here on ESPN Central Texas. Now more than ever, we all need the strongest immune system we can build. A healthy diet supported by the right vitamins and nutritional supplements may help enhance your immune system, specifically a comprehensive multivitamin and vitamin D. Dallas's own Cooper Clinic recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of their patients' lives. When you use coupon code BOOST50 on coopercomplete.com, you'll get 20% off your order plus free shipping. That's BOOST50 at coopercomplete.com for 20% off and free shipping. Make Cooper Complete part of your daily vitamin regimen and boost that immune system at baylor university students find their place to shine they're faithful friends and inspirational leaders they're championship teammates and independent thinkers they're on the cutting edge of high tech and in the halls of history 
If you want to make the world a brighter place, you can. And if you want to shine in your own way, you can. The spark you need is already inside you. Bring it to Baylor, where lights shine bright. Best of all, social distancing is fun on your favorite lake from Marineland Boating Center, home of Quest Pontoons, powered by Mercury Outboards. Check out the number one compact pontoon in America. Call or email Marineland Boating Center, and a Marineland professional will safely meet you outside. You can also schedule virtual sales appointments via video chat. Handle all the paperwork online, and they will deliver to you. 37 years of making memories. Marineland Boating Center and Quest Pontoons, powered by Mercury Outboards. I-35 at Loop 340 South. Kubota's L2501 packs a powerful performance into an easy-to-operate compact tractor. Stop by Tipton International and test drive the Kubota difference. The L2501 is designed for all-day operator comfort with easy-to-use implements to make mowing, digging, hauling, and lifting quick and simple. See why it's the number one selling compact tractor in Texas. Get payments as low as $149 a month. Visit the experts at Tipton International in Waco and Hillsboro or at tiptoninternational.com for details. Now through June 30th, 2020. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more information. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. Baylor senior catcher Andy Thomas took to Twitter on Tuesday to inform all Baylor fans of his intention to return to school again next season after having his year cut short due to the coronavirus pandemic. What's up, Baylor family? It's Andy Thomas here. I'm so excited to say that I will be coming back for my fifth year. ESPN.com Cowboy beat writer Todd Archer spoke on Tuesday about the upcoming NFL draft and who are a few guys to be considered for the Cowboys at number 17. The Cowboys want they can find a pass rusher, Kalevon Chason from LSU, a safety and Xavier McKinney from Alabama, or Florida cornerback C.J. Henderson. If one of those guys is available in the Cowboys pick, they'll be happy. The 2020 NFL Draft begins on Thursday, April 23rd at 7 p.m. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Turns in the paint, puts in Lauren Cox, a dish to land to Cox, and Cox hits the layup inside. Nice assist from Juicy. This is the John Morris Show, proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Misses the shot, Landrum gets the long rebound. Almost runs into Dee Dee Richards. Let's get past. Long pass over to Cooper in the corner, and pay. she hits the three. Make them pay. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Bruce Geetson, Maggie Davis-Stanette with the calls from this past season. A season that, uh, like basketball all over the country, ended way too soon. Welcome back. Glad you're with us and pleased to be joined by the voice of Lady Bear Basketball. Bruce Geetson joins us this morning. Bruce, how you doing? I'm good, John. Uh, Good morning to you and Q as well. I'm glad to be with you today. Good, good. What you got going on today? Well, I'm teaching by uh, by online you know, oh, nice. with aspiring journalists in the Baylor Student Media Department and got some online web calls. Those have been more frequent and uh, setting that up and doing some planning for next year and also keeping an eye on the 
what's happening with the WNBA draft is going to be coming up Friday night. Yeah, I want to talk to you about that. Uh, okay. has, has, uh, are you getting more comfortable with this, the online teaching and things like that? Is it kind of getting more comfortable for everybody? Well, you know, you, you spend all this time, John, thinking about, well, I'm going to get all my work done at the office and not take it home with me. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, then and take all your work home with yes. you. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm getting, uh, getting fairly proficient on Zoom and WebEx and, you know, Kaltura and all those. And so it's an adjustment for the students and for the professors and the administrators, but uh, we're managing and the kids have a good attitude about it, you know, and so. Uh, it is what it is, and we need to keep uh, the number one thing is keeping everybody safe and the social distancing, so we're making it work. Yep, absolutely. Well, staying at home is a big part of that, so uh, thanks for doing your part there. Uh, sure. We mentioned uh, mentioned the basketball season that ended way too soon. Uh, walk us back to that point when you guys, I guess you were sitting on a plane ready to go to Kansas City for the Big 12 tournament and then sat there for a while and then ultimately uh, unlocked loaded and never even made the trip to Kansas City. Well, John, it was, you know, we had that game in Iowa State that was a disappointment, and I think in some ways that was going to be a motivating factor in the postseason. And we were on the plane at the head of the tarmac at Waco Regional uh, with the charter jet getting ready to head to Kansas City for the Big 12 tournament. They revved up the engines. We were all getting ready to take off, and then all of a sudden they shut them down. Uh. And we went, what's going on? Is there a problem with the plane? And Kim got on the uh, uh, on the PA system and said she'd just gotten a call from Mac Rhodes. And they're saying, hold on for about 30 or 40 minutes, and we'll see. Uh, they're having a conference call right now about whether they're going to have the tournament. And everybody just kind of sat there in stunned silence. And, and we waited about half an hour, and then Kim said, uh, the Big 12 tournament's been canceled. Uh-huh. And disappointing, we pulled the plane back up and took all the luggage out and that's an, it was an emotional moment for uh, the players and the seniors especially thinking if they played their last game and they didn't even know it was the last game but there was still hope at that time that there was going to be an NCAA tournament what was the what was the thoughts you mentioned the seniors and how it was very emotional I mean we're thinking about Lauren Cox we're thinking about Taya Cooper you know and a uh, juicy what were they thinking at that moment when they were unloading off the plane oh well, I think they were disappointed uh, and still but hopeful that there was going to be an NCAA tournament. And, of course, they were going to get to play the first two games at the Farrell Center if that happened. But I think deep down maybe some of them uh, were concerned and maybe afraid that everything was going to be scrapped. And uh, so that was that was certainly a possibility even at that point. And I know uh, there were some tears being shed and concern, and, and uh, there was some goodbyes being said, I mean, because there weren't any practices scheduled at that point in time either, because you just didn't know what the future held. Yeah, that was a really strange time, and then not long after that, word comes down that, uh, you know, the entire NCAA tournament, you know, had been scrapped. I guess everybody had sort of gone their different ways by then, right? Well, uh, I think they had. Everybody had, had, had uh, you know, gone home because there was a break there for for a number of days. The tournament was going to be the rest of that week, yeah. and if and if you started NCAAs, that was going to be two weeks away. And so I think a lot of people took advantage of it and went home. And I think it was just – it was disappointing because, too, I think the team really wanted to prove something in the NCAA. They were defending national champions, and I think uh, they wanted to face Oregon or South Carolina and and, and see what they could do. I think they they beaten Oregon, of course, last year and then lost to South Carolina this year, and I think – they wanted to show that uh, they, 
uh, I don't know if they were being overlooked, but, you know, Oregon was the media darlings of uh, this year, and I think there was uh, a lot of – I wanted to see what D.D. D. Richards was going to do against Sabrina. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to see, you know, how we would fare against South Carolina with a, with a full roster with Lauren Cox in there. And that was a – you know, that was an interesting game. It was unusual because it was in the Virgin Islands, a different environment. We didn't have Lauren – and Taya was her first game against South Carolina, and I think she maybe was trying a little bit too hard, trying to uh, do too much and prove that uh, she could still play to her ex-teammates. And I would have liked to have seen uh, both those games in a different environment, and both of them could have happened the way the Final Four bracket was going to be set up. We talked about it earlier in the show that last year when they went on their national championship run, it felt like, okay, make it to the Final Four, and then we'll see what happens. This year it felt like it was no doubt they were going to make it to the Final Four. I think most people felt that way, and I don't think there was going to be. I mean, anything can happen in the in the uh, you know the NCAA tournament, as, as we've seen in the past a couple of times. But I think the general consensus was they weren't. It wasn't going to be a really big test until they got maybe to the Elite Eight game, and uh, then it was it was almost a given. And because the road was to Dallas, which would have been a, a familiar crowd and a lot of Baylor fans there, and then going to New Orleans, and that was a motivating factor for for Kim and Moon and. Uh, as well, because it was going to be in Louisiana. So I, I think a lot of people kind of expected that that was going to happen, which is a little bit dangerous if you think about <laughs> right. it. Still, you know, you you you've got to feel like the top three teams in that four were going to be Baylor, South Carolina, and Oregon, and the mystery was who was the fourth team going to be. And, and Gino was going to say, well, it's going to be Connecticut, <laughs> but that depended on seeding, you know. So. Bruce Geetson, our guest, Baylor women's basketball play-by-play. I want to talk WMBA, but uh, I want to ask you this question. Q and I were talking about it uh, before I forget. So uh, two years doing women's basketball. Uh, when was your first uh, knowledge of Mulkey time? How, how quick into your time traveling with them did you discover Mulkey time? Well, first shot at it was before we even started playing games. When I had so, so many people say, hey, uh, you got to know the the itinerary will say six fifteen, but you need to be there by six because it's go. on monkey time. And I <laughs> I heard the stories about you know how she you know, she she left her son off the bus in New York one time because <laughs> he right. was late and had him take a cab you know to the game. And so I had been warned a lot, but then I know there was one road trip, maybe about four games into the uh, into the first season, and I was trying to get everything packed and and I, I just hypothetically the bus was going to leave at 12.15, and it was like 12.10. And I was headed downstairs, and Maggie texted me. She says, are you coming? We're ready to go. And I'm like, oh, man. No, <laughs> so, man. so I think I was the last person on the bus. But it's just it's a given. Even the sponsors, the tip-off club people that travel with us, sometimes they get down there 30 minutes before call time. And <laughs> when, when Kim arrives, you're ready to go. That's monkey time, and everybody knows it. That's it. I mean, it's a real thing. It's not a myth. It's it's a real no. thing. It really is. <laughs> you know, and there's and there's there's a there's an agenda for when you leave. John Derrickson's out an itinerary, and then when you get to the stadium, <clears throat> Kim told uh, Kim told Maggie and I very early on, hey, when we do typically we've done the pregame interview. We did it with Rick uh, on the day of the game, and we do it an hour before tip off, and and uh, just please be there in the office waiting when I get there so we can do it because. Time's tight, and so uh, that's the schedule we stayed on. And she was comfortable on it. She's been, she was very gracious, and, and has been for two years, and and given us uh, uh, access, you know, when other people don't, because a lot of times we're considered part of the team.
Bruce, how's it been for you and Maggie on this two-year run? I mean, you go to the national championship game, win that national championship, and then this team, like we mentioned earlier, looked like they were poised to be a Final Four team. But you've had a pretty good run as the as the voice of the Lady Bears. What? <laughs> been a real blessing Q and thank you John uh, for that and Maggie and I talk about that frequently and then I also am reminded of it after we play big 12 games and we see the other play-by-play guys from the other state they go wow two years and you're gonna go to two final fours how's that happen you know and so we we have felt really lucky and you know it's it's certainly not a case of have national championship will travel I mean we're, we're with them and we want to uh, we just feel really blessed that we've had the chance to do that. And we were pinching ourselves last year to be in the national championship game in our first year. And every time I see Rick May, I thank him as well for choosing when he retired. So, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 Rick's been great about it. But I, you know, and, and he's, he's he has stayed a big fan and has had Lori. But it's just uh, it's been a heck of a ride, and I can't say enough for how how helpful and gracious you know the coaches have been and Coach Mulkey and. And everyone, and it's just, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I've, I've done a lot of fun, fun things in 33 years in broadcasting, and it's the first time to do basketball play by play, and it's been, uh, it's been a blast, guys, and I'm, I hope it continues. I expect that it will. All right, let's talk. Uh, WNBA draft comes up yeah. on Friday. Uh, the projections I've seen have uh, both Lauren Cox and Taya Cooper in the top ten. Top eight is what I saw, and then Juicy Landrum going a little bit later. What What are you seeing and hearing about the uh, Baylor seniors? I think the the real suspense is not uh, it's not Lauren Cox. It's Taya Cooper and and Juicy Landrum. I think you know had. Uh, Satu Sabali not declared early. I think Lauren would be the second pick in the draft. And that would have been perfect to be picked by the Dallas Wings and playing your hometown. And uh, what I hear now is Dallas is leaning toward uh, Sabali. We'd say she would have been the number one pick had uh, Sabrina Ionescu not uh, been in the draft. But I think Oregon will go one and two. And I think Lauren um, here will probably go to Indi- Indiana with the third pick. And that's a pretty good matchup for her because they've already got Tierra McCown, the six seven center from from uh, Mississippi State, and so in a way, it's it's a return to that Kalani Brown Lauren Cox high low post matchup that she'd get to do, and I and, uh, and of course Lauren Lauren's probably the top defensive player in the draft uh, come out, and I think every WNBA team can use that and put her on post players for other teams. So I I expect that that's what will happen uh, with Lauren. Now I've seen projections like you. John and talked to a few people. I've seen, um, I've seen Taya go as high as you said at eighth. I've seen her slip into the second round, hmm. and because there's a that that second tier of players after the top four or five is pretty extensive, and so I've seen her go as low as like the fifth or sixth pick in the second round, and then uh, for Juicy Landrum, I've seen her. Uh, most of the projections have her going in the third round, but I saw one. That had her up uh, late in the in, have her going in the third round. I've seen one that had her going late in the second round. So, depends on the needs of those individual teams. And you got to remember, there's only 12 teams. It's not like the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. Bruce, <laughs> what what are what is a team getting in the in in, uh, in Juicy Landrum, the La Vega product? If they they bring her onto their team, what are the, what, what do you as a guy who's been covering them for the last two years and been the voice of them? Uh, what do you expect to, to see from Juicy Landrum on the next level? The impression that people have of Juicy, the first one is, wow, she's a sharpshooter. She's a great three-point shooter. And she is. I think they'd like to see her shoot a little bit more than she did and take a – you know, she didn't lead 
the Lady Bears in three-point shots this year. Taya wow. did. She had one more than Juicy. Because Taya was fearless. You know, there were four or five games where she'd get the opening tip, go down and shoot a three about five seconds into the game. <laughs> and uh, and that was in a dimension she added that Chloe didn't bring last year uh, or the year before. So uh, so Juicy, the, imp- the impression is that she's a sharpshooter, but she does a lot more. She is a really good perimeter defensive player. And then when Dee Dee would get in foul trouble, then uh, Kim would switch Juicy off. Uh, to, to play on the star for the other team or the top scorer for the other team, and Juicy was effective at it. And Juicy also did a very good job with assists and rebounding from outside. And so I think she's multidimensional. I think people are going to recruit her or are going to try to sign her and draft her uh, as a shooter, but they're going to get more than that. Uh, the one thing I think they're going to have to work on is, is, is confidence in getting her to shoot more. You know, she made, I think, 50 55 or 56 threes and 14 of them came in that one incredible game against Arkansas State. Bruce, final thoughts. Uh, how about uh, Kim being selected for the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame and then D.D. Uh, Richards with the national honor, really the consensus national defensive player of the year this year? Isn't it great? We're going to have both of them back next year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? so, well, I think Kim is very deserving of the Naismith. Award you know, is the one one hall that she's not in that she should have been, and I think it's awesome that they uh, put all eight of those nominees in. They were all eight deserving. You know, Kim really wanted Eddie Sutton to get in there, and how are you going to say no to Kobe Bryant and and uh, you know and Tim Duncan and so so I think that's maybe the best class they've ever put in the Naismith uh, overall, and I think Kim's well deserving. Uh, of that award and when you think it all that she's done not just as a player but the assistant coach and as the coach and so and I'm glad Baylor has her she's a treasure uh, for the Baylor athletic program and so I think she's a, that's going to be exciting in August seeing, seeing that induction ceremony Dee Dee I'm glad we got her back for another year and she's going to be something you can build your defense around and I mean you think of, of the returning players you've got Nalissa and Queen now going into their third year that's going to be strong in the post. You've got uh, some good people coming in. You've got Caitlin Bickle. Moo Nursen is going to have a bigger role next year. Uh, and then, of course, Dee Dee uh, can run the point and if she needs to and can play defense and, and uh, get her to shoot a little bit more, have confidence in her shots. The interesting thing about Dee Dee, she stepped up come crunch time late in both uh, the last two years in making some shots. They dare her to shoot. And she takes them really effective on that backdoor cut going to the basket. And so I think uh, she's going to be one of the building blocks uh, for Kim to build on for the next year. And we'll see how the style changes. We'll see how the two freshmen coming in, uh, Gusters and Andrews, from uh, from up the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I'll tell you a little story back when we were at St. Thomas uh, for the jam there. And I was – yeah, this is the tough part of the job, guys. I was sitting on a chase lounge on the beach. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was, the, I was the only one out there. Well, there's one other person out there, and I was about four or five chairs away because I wanted to be in some shade. And then I figured out, and Kelly Graves came over and talked out of the iron. It was one of the assistant coaches from Oregon. Okay. And so we're, we started talking because I had a Baylor cap on, and I said, and they started talking about our teams and about that final four. He was very complimentary of Baylor's defense in the final four matchup last year. And uh, then he said, hey, people aren't talking about it much, but those two recruits you guys got uh, in Andrews and Gusters from, from Irving, he said, 
you guys did good. Those are two really good players. And I thought that was interesting. He didn't have to say that, but to come out and talk about them that way. And he said, they're going to be under the radar, not the top recruits, but they're, they were both top 10 recruits. And so, um, you know, kudos to Bill Brock and Satya and the recruiting people for getting uh, both of those to commit to Baylor. And so that certainly gives you a, a good feeling about next year. And we throw one other thing in there about Lauren Cox before we leave. Guys, last year when Kalani was going to be a number one pick, on a halftime show I did uh, an interview with the Dallas Wings assistant coach. Uh, not assistant coach, he was a scout, assistant administrator, assistant GM, and and we talked about Kalani and her future and being a first-round pick. And then as soon as we turned the tape recorder off, I got peppered with questions for about five minutes about Lauren Cox. <laughs> and he wanted to know, you know, what's she like as a player? How is she on the court? The other players like her. And, of course, all my answers were glowing answers. She's like a coach on the floor. So they've had her their eyes on her for a while. And, and I think they'd be picking her if Sabali had not declared early to come out. Wow. Interesting. Hey, great to yeah. visit with you. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. And uh, <laughs> stay guys. safe. All right. Enjoy the show. And have a good day. All right. Thanks a lot. Okay. Bruce Geetson with us, uh, Baylor women's basketball play-by-play. Appreciate Bruce and his insight uh, on this Baylor team this year and uh, looking ahead to the WNBA draft coming up on Friday. That'll be fun to watch. Is that teleconference? That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, tomorrow's Thursday? Yes. Yes. <laughs> hey, man. Look, I know. I had to think, too. The days go. They just all run together around here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow Tomorrow uh, afternoon, 2 o'clock. Yeah. Yep. That. There you go. So that's coming up tomorrow, a little teleconference to uh, uh, promote and give some more insight into the WNBA draft. It's Friday night, 6 o'clock on ESPN television, and they'll do it all remotely, mm-hmm. just like the plan is for the uh, NFL draft next week, right? Right, exactly. Uh, everything is going to be a, a virtual draft, yeah. and you know there's a virtual green room, so I'm assuming that it's going to be uh, the same thing for the WNBA, probably just on a little bit of a lesser scale. Yeah. All right, appreciate Bruce being on with us. Take a break. Back uh, to wrap things up, look ahead, give you some birthdays for today. We've got that coming up. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Marineland Boating Center. They're at I-35 and Loop 340 South. Ken and Mary Sorley have uh, figured out a great way to still do business during this time uh, when, uh, you know, there's social distancing, but they've got a way to do that, and you can still look at their merchandise they have available. They've got the Quest Pontoons available with the Mercury outboard motors you can give them a call or you can email them and they will uh, meet you outside and then take a look at what they have available there the products they have available there or you can do a uh, virtual visit uh, and look at some of the items that they have available at marineland boating center so check it out on the web marineland you can give them a call at 254-662-0676 uh, and uh, set up a meeting a virtual Virtual meeting, uh, whatever you would like. And then, uh, how about this? If you make a purchase, then they'll handle all the paperwork online, and then they'll deliver uh, the boat or your purchase right to you. So they've got a good plan to make things happen. So check it out. Uh, we've got warm weather, uh, a little more consistent warm weather right around the corner. Check it out. Marineland Boating Center, making memories since 1983. On the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Join us tonight at 6 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show. Not from Rudy's, but right here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Join us tonight from 6 to 7 and hear from Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore and track and field coach Todd Harper. That's tonight, 6 to 7 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show right here on ESPN Central Texas. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu slash alumni. Hello, everyone. I'm Dave DeRozier. I'm the general manager at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center in Waco. With the current situation, all non-essential businesses in Waco have been ordered to close. Automotive repair is considered an essential business, so we will be open to serve your needs. Here are a few things that we're doing to flatten the curve and to protect you and to protect us. We have a concierge service where we can come and pick your vehicle up and drop it back off at your home, and you can pay with credit card over the phone. Another option is you can drive up underneath our canopy and get straight into our shuttle and we can drive you straight home. In addition, every vehicle that comes into our shop is getting sanitized prior to and after the repair and we're putting a new pair of gloves on after each service. Our team at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center is here to help you in any way. Please call us. Thank you for your time and attention. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, over Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. Baylor senior catcher Andy Thomas took to Twitter on Tuesday to inform all Baylor fans of his intention to return to school again next season after having his year cut short due to the coronavirus pandemic. What's up, Baylor family? It's Andy Thomas here. I'm so excited to say that I will be coming back for my fifth year. ESPN.com Cowboy beat writer Todd Archer spoke on Tuesday about the upcoming NFL draft and who are a few guys that be considered for the Cowboys at number 17. The Cowboys want they can find a pass rusher, Kalevon Chason from LSU, a safety in Xavier McKinney from Alabama, or Florida cornerback C.J. Henderson. If one of those guys is available in the Cowboys pick, they'll be happy. The 2020 NFL Draft begins on Thursday, April 23rd at 7 p.m. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Mo Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on this Wednesday. Sun is shining, warming up. It's going to be in the low 60s today. Beautiful day. Really is a beautiful day. Cooler 
temperatures than are the norm this time of year, but uh, I think low 60s today and abundant sunshine is the term, Q. It's going to be really, really nice out there. Nice. Abundant sunshine. Abundant sunshine. I'll take that. I'll take that. I like that. And warmer tomorrow and warmer after that on Friday, so uh, continues to warm through the week, but not bad weather. Uh, cooler than normal, but not bad here in Central Texas. All right. Uh, appreciate Bruce Geetson being on with us today. I uh, wanted to mention is tax day. Not really. Is it really? Yeah, well, it's April 15th. Oh, man. <laughs> Shows how much I pay attention. But everyone uh, has been, I'm sure some people have already got that taken care of, but uh, everyone's been giving a 90-day extension. So okay. tax day will be July 15th this year. So uh, that's a good thing. Little little extra breathing room. And uh, I, I think uh, guys like uh, Bob Woodard at uh, James Rittmeyer Boyd and Therrell, they're not under the gun right now like they normally would be on April 15th. Well, I'm just glad that uh, I don't. I take that out of my hands now. I don't have to worry about that. I let the wife take care of all there that, and she gets on that stuff like so fast. And, Has she done it already? Oh yeah, it's been done. Oh, okay, it, that's why I didn't even think about it. You know, <laughs> back in the day when I was younger, it was like, oh man, I got got to hurry up and get this done. And now it's just like, yeah, go ahead. That's yeah, cool. You drive into the post office to get it postmarked before yes, midnight. Exactly. I've done that a few times. We used me. to actually at the another radio station I worked at in California. We used to be there at the post office on April. 15th, oh really? That Going night, live? while everybody yeah. was pulling in, and we'd either give them water or we'd have music playing, <laughs> and just trying to lighten the mood a little bit, and That's a lot great. of people trying to get in at the last second. So I haven't thought about April fifteenth price since then. That's funny. <laughs> so if you're all of a sudden in a panic, don't be. There's been an extension for everyone uh, of ninety days. So July fifteenth will be the due date for taxes. Uh, for this year. Today is also uh, Jackie Robinson Day. It's the day yes. that Jackie Robinson uh, broke into Major League Baseball and broke the color barrier. And I know it's always a big day around Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, the players wear number 42, yep. his number, which is really cool to see. But uh, I, I think they have, uh, Major League Baseball has some plans to honor him today, but certainly it won't be the on field recognition like we'd normally get. Right, exactly. And it is really neat when you see all the players wearing the same number 42 and knowing that that number is retired across the whole uh, you know all the sports and all of all the baseball and so that's really really cool but uh yeah it's not gonna we're not gonna see it uh you know at all this year so i'm interested to see what they do yeah 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 so watch uh mlb mlb.com things like that and see what they come up with today to uh, to honor and recognize uh, Jackie Robinson, uh, which is really cool that they, that it is such a big deal, and be really cool to see what they do and how they do that today. Let me ask you this, uh-huh. and this might be a question that I asked later on on unnecessary roughness, uh-huh. but is there another number that you could think of that should be retired in like one sport? Ooh, good you, question. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Jackie yeah. Robinson's number is retired in baseball. I know I thought before I've said 23, but there's a lot of young people that will say, that's LeBron's number. <laughs> I say, no, it's Jordan's right. number. But, right. I mean, that's just a generational argument. But, uh, yeah, I just – I don't know. Is there another number that should be retired? You know, some people say uh, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. You know, and is his ninety nine? His, his number's retired, right? I mean, his number throughout hockey. Throughout hockey, I mean, I know with the the team it is right with the team. I think it's I think it's within hockey. Hmm. I don't know. I, I would say this. I think it is. I have to check, but I think okay. I, I think it is. Uh, I would say this. I think. Um, you know what? What Jackie Robinson's retired number stands for right. is breaking the color barrier. Exactly. You know, and yeah. it, it, he was a great player, but everything he went through, and mm-hmm. I think it'd be, boy, it'd be hard to find any other player in any other sport that could match. You know what right. he did. 
So, you know, great players, yes, like right. number 23 or 99 for Gretzky. Yes, great players. But did they do for – I just don't think it they was a did different as game. much. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he went good through question, way though. more than just, you know, hitting home runs or stealing bases or, you know, a being – Much more yeah, than that. Yeah, way more than that. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I to- totally understand that. Just uh, always one of those things that I kind of thought of and always wondered, you know, great is, question. Is there a, you know, is there another number out there that's worthy of, of being retired by, by the whole sport? If y'all haven't seen it, uh, do yourself a favor and watch the movie, yes, 42. Really that's good. the name of the movie, 42, and it shows – just a sample, kind of a watered-down sample of what he went through. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, really good, I, I think, really good uh, movie and characteriz- characterization of Jackie Robinson. Yep. All right, let me mention a few birthdays before we get out of here. How about uh, today is Brad Livingstone's birthday, the nice. first gent at Baylor University. Happy birthday to uh, Brad. Have a great day today, and uh, happy birthday to you. Uh, let's see, today is Kayla Joslin's birthday. She is our... I guess niece, great niece, and she's a student at Baylor, okay. uh, graduating in May and, uh, you know, finishing up her degree with no graduation ceremony to really look forward to. I think they'll allow them to do that in August if everybody's able, but she is steaming toward her Baylor degree. So congratulations nice. to Kayla on that and happy birthday to her today. Uh, Sam May's birthday today. You know, Sam? Uh, that name is very, Played very at Oklahoma familiar. State. He's on radio oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was sitting next to us at the Big 12 Media Days, the last Big 12 That's Media right. Days. He was sitting right next to us. I think us. he was. Yep. Great guy. Yeah. Sam Mays, mm-hmm. his birthday is today. Also, Billy Brewer, former uh, Major League Baseball player from here in Waco. Today's Billy's birthday. Happy birthday to him. And who else? Tracy Marlin's birthday is today. So that's all I've got. Happy birthday to those folks. Uh, have a great day and uh, happy birthday to you. Looking at one of the list. Oh, Josh Ogden's birthday is today. Augie is the uh, trainer for Baylor baseball. So okay. happy birthday to nice. uh, Josh Ogden today as well. All right, we got to get out of here. Appreciate you being with us. Uh, Q, good to see you face-to-face. Yeah, really? I don't know when it will happen again, but uh, it happened this morning. So good to see you and appreciate it. Thanks very much. Absolutely. I appreciate you bringing some gifts, too. <laughs> Great to have uh, Bruce Geetson uh, with us today talking Lady Bear basketball, WNBA draft coming up in a bit and all of that. So thanks to Bruce. we got to get out of here. Q and Ward and Stephen are back with Unnecessary Roughness at noon. Matt Mosley and Stephen Simcox today at 3. So keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. We're good. Thank y'all. Join us tonight at 6 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show. Not from Rudy.